0: listener supported WNYC Studios
1: Hey it's Latif from Radio Lab Our goal with each episode is to make you think how did i live this long and not know that Radio Lab adventures on the edge of what we think we know Listen wherever you get podcasts
2: Have you ever heard Barbara Streisand's version of Jingle Bells yeah, jingle bell, jingle bell. It's wild. It's so jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what time is it? Like that's so good. It's so, so good. It's, so it's amazing. Like I do feel like we're on a one horse open sleigh with that.
3: Laughing all the way. It's great. It's a pretty top notch Xmas song. Ooh. That sounds awkward. Why did I even get started at a brief? Because people don't necessarily want to say Christ
2: from us.
0: The war on Christmas rages across the fruit and as godless wretches try to take Christ out of Christmas.
3: So then don't put in the name. Like whoever created the name Christmas knew what they were doing. Well, Extina, like Aguilera, I love. Right. Hey!
2: me. Hello, what up? It's me, Ms. J. Willie, aka Ms. J. Silly, aka Ms. J. Billy Joel, on the mic with my number one queen, Miss Phoebe Robinson. Hi! And we are here with another new hot episode. We've got special guests Rebecca O'Neill, Vanessa Bayer, and Eliza Skinner. Ooh, mama, strap it. And make sure you strap it on.
3: Kids. Everyone's standing. Yeah, this is insane. That's
2: yeah.
3: crazy. This is like what Rosa
2: Parks wanted. A bunch of white people standing. That's right. She wanted. That's right. It's great. This is this show tonight is all for Rosa. Every single thing we talk about is for her. Trash. She's like, I don't want it. First of all, before we get started, this outfit, give it up for Jessica!
3: Take your pictures.
2: Pose and pose and pose and serve and serve and hit it out the motherfucking park and pick up the ball again. <laughs> and then you kicked it. <laughs> what hey, what's up? up? Oh, sh- <laughs> we fucked up already. I know, that's okay. That's, okay. Our, that's what we do. Hey, what's up? Welcome to Tudo Queens.
0: <laughs> and we are live at the Bell House in Brooklyn.
2: Our home. It's so nice to be back. It's so good to be back. Yeah. We've been doing a lot of
3: traveling. Yeah, a lot, a lot of traveling. And uh, my, I have a boyfriend now. <laughs> of <Woo>! uh, <laughs> <laughs> have uh, three months. Uh, he's British, so I call him British Bake Off. And... <laughs> He's a, he's a tour manager and so he had a couple of months off so he came out to Croatia with me for work and then he came back to New York and we were just living together for like five or six weeks. Oh, it was fuck. like really cool. It was good? It was
2: great. Oh shit. I was already like girl that was a great relationship all we
3: that's great. But it was
2: cool? Like, yeah. Like, how, how was it? It was good.
3: I mean, we started dating, in like, the, like for a month, and then I left to go shoot this movie, mm-hmm. and then we didn't see each other in person for two months. Mm-hmm. So it, it just felt, like, great. We got to just, like, come back and, like, hang out. We just, like... He's really into the Goldbergs, so he kept, like... Oh, it's so, him and, and he, him. Yeah. So he kept, like, trying to sneak watch it and kept fucking up my, like, my Hulu watch list, and that was, like... <laughs>
2: That was the biggest source of tension, yeah. but, you know. Oh, that's so fucking good. That's great. I actually live across the street from my boyfriend. It's very cute. Uh, but and I find that we don't live together, but we do... I, I like the sort of option of being like, ooh, I'm going to do the home thing by myself tonight. Uh, the home thing is just like watching Buffy and playing The Sims. LAUGHTER but I do like like that our basically our living room is like the street downstairs. Yeah. And there's something like very Clarissa explains it all about it, <laughs> or like the friend crawls up through the ladder. Yeah. Do you think That's you guys will nice. ever live together? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, definitely. But I I uh, really you like sound my unsure. space. What? I know I I really like my space. I mean yes, but right now I just really like sort of having my own space and painting my walls pink and shit like that. Are you painting? I am. That's cool. I mean, I'm not going to paint that shit, but I will definitely <laughs> oh, task you're, you're, grab at that. Oh, you're paying someone to do it. Yeah. but That's the,
3: why I sound surprised. I'm like, that oh, doesn't seem no. like a thing no, that you would I, do. I
2: like that you were like, oh, that's so exciting for you that just conceptually painting. Right. No, I tried it once. I always like set myself up for really big projects yeah. and then I get overwhelmed and then I just stop. Um, so I've definitely painted my own wall before back when I lived in like a 10 foot by like 10 foot studio apartment. I had one job and I had to paint one wall purple and it took me a month and a half (laughs) because I, I didn't realize a lot of painting is like this. And then it's like waiting for things to dry, airing things, and then coming back. So it just took me a really long time. So the, you didn't realize the process of painting was no, painting? No. No. And when I... But, but the thing... <laughs> you don't drag whole, my body. No. do my body. You described
3: the whole process. I'm like, yeah, that's it. That's no, what did you that's think it was. It. It's what like, did you think painting no, was? No, that's one
2: of those things where I love YouTube tutorials. So I'll be the first one if I can go on a home improvement YouTube tutorial. And it's always some like... White dad from like Little Rock, who's fucking forty-five, making that shit seem like it's the easiest thing ever, but it's exhausting. It's terrible. It's like my. One wall. It's, it's oppressive to me. It's my struggle. It's um, my civil rights movement. You, you have a very blessed life. If painting
3: one wall is your struggle, that Thank is. Thank you. I'm pretty I'm sure Rosa would be like you're not a part of our movie. No, I'm
2: a part of it. I'd be like Rosa, I tried to paint yeah. my wall, it was difficult. Yeah. I misread the YouTube tutorial video where they explicitly showed me the process of yeah. painting. <laughs> um, but I anyway, I have like 10 pink squares across my That's main wall. That's great. That's really so I'm cute. Thinking about committing fully. Have you painted before?
3: I I have I just am, I'm saving up to buy a place, so I don't want to paint And then have to repaint when I move out. So right now, I just have, like, wall art. Like, I have stuff you giving me, stuff Chanel's giving me, just hanging on my walls, and, like, that's it. That's dope. And then the craziest thing that I have hanging up, which is weird, is... So you guys know on social medias, I'm always just like, Justin Trudeau's hot, and I, like, don't... (laughs) Like, I know that he's uh, probably problematic, and, like, I've read the headlines, but I'm like got it not gonna read the article. So <laughs> I don't know why he's problematic, but I understand that he's apparently not good at his job, which I'm like shocker, not really. But um but he he signed a picture like a headshot of himself And had it sent to me, so that's just hanging by like my bathroom entrance.
2: Is it a good? Is it like a good photo?
3: Yeah, it's a good photo. It's like to Phoebe, wishing you the best, which is—it's a very like he wrote that while he's taking a dump. But it's just like it's nice that he did it. So that's like outside my bathroom. I just look at that and go, LOL. Like it's a nice picture. I don't think it's trash. Cool. So
2: I like beautiful trash. (laughs) Great. One of the things being, uh, I have it on my wall. It's like this. Tiny plate that looks like an old-timey, like, British, like, do- doily. And then it just says cooch right across the middle. <laughs> and it's very delightful. My friend Christine got it for me. That's cute. I, like, it's just, like, just gorgeous. But also, my mom walks in and it's like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Once uh, I saw my cleaning lady, she grabbed it and she washed it and she put it, like in the, the dryer for, like, all of my plates and shit. And I was like, oh, no. She thought I was actually eating off of that. That was, like, such a waste of her fucking time. <laughs> That's sweet. Yeah, she's a sweet lady. Yeah,
3: a cleaning lady. How's that going? You guys have a good relationship?
2: Oh, the best. Yeah. I've had her for four years, five years, maybe. She was with me through that painting wall saga. <laughs> and I think I have found... The most intimate thing about my cleaning lady is that she has found things that I've been like, oh shit. Like, she's found like dirty underwear. She's found like condom wrappers. Where did she find the dirty underwear? Like, like if I just, I like to do the thing where I take my underwear off and then I grab it with my toes and I fling it up. (laughs) And then sometimes I'll grab it. Sometimes I'm drunk. And then it'll somehow end up under my bed. So oh, she'll, like, get under it. there. And then I'll see it's, like, perfectly put away. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I am so sorry, Marlena. I am so sorry. So now we just started leaving notes to each other, which is really Aww, nice. Aw, that's Do good. you have a house cleaner? I, I do not. I, you got to get Marlena because she's so sweet. She's a fucking jerk.: Okay. My
3: boyfriend got me a Dyson, so I've just been using the Dyson back. Which has been great. But that
2: doesn't take care of... Well, yeah, I guess that's nice.
3: Oh, what? Look, my dirty underwear goes directly into the hamper. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's yeah, you're it. you're fine. You're right. You're
3: fine. You I take right. it off, and then I immediately dump it in there, and then I jump in the shower. Oh, that's nice. You don't do any
2: of this? Nah. 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 Nah, 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 nah. You don't do that with I any don't, of your I don't bob falsy my underwear at them. all. I just... <laughs> all that dress. <laughs> Um, Anyway, you guys ready to get the show show started?
3: Yeah. Uh, Our next act is very, very talented. She um, started out in Chicago. I've done shows with her, and she just recently moved to New York a month ago. You can catch her on Netflix. It's easy. Please get up for Rebecca O'Neal.
0: Wow, I've been in New York a month and I'm already breaking shit. This is great. Okay. Um, you guys, clap it up for yourselves. Clap it up for your wonderful hosts. This has been already fun as hell. I did just uh, move here from Chicago. It's, uh, I feel like... Y'all gonna freak out every time I mention the city or y'all like Chicago specifically? Yeah, I just moved here from there. It's pretty cool. I feel like here in New York I'm sort of finding myself. I feel like my look finally matches my personality. And my, and my personality is like, what if Miss Frizzle was a thought? Like, that's my whole... That's me! <laughs> uh, like, what if I was a nerd, but I also fucked a lot? You hear me? Like, okay. I like you people. I left my ex, so I had a boyfriend back in Chicago. I've been here for a month. I dumped him before I moved here. It was amicable. Y'all didn't ask. Okay, uh, <laughs> Here's the thing. He's 23. I am 30. Uh, And... (laughs) Right, 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 right. He has a lot of energy. A bitch has her reasons. And so... um, Yeah, 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 yeah. So here's the thing, though. I was calling this little rug rat daddy in bed. So... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, y'all. I'm into some Benjamin Button shit, apparently. I don't... Don't know what I'm doing with my life. And so... I'll tell y'all why I moved here. I moved here mostly for my career, but also partially because I have a really bad stalker back in Chicago, which is not funny. It's not funny at all. And I hang out with mostly comedians, my mistake, and they all make the same joke. Rebecca, if you got this white... Bo- my ex was white. He's still white. And um, so... <laughs> Like, Rebecca, you got this white boy chasing after you. You must have some bomb-ass pussy, which, like, is a really ignorant statement. You shouldn't say that to somebody who's gone through some trauma. But uh, here's the thing. I can't endorse that statement for a lot of reasons. Number one, it's very victim-blaming. It asserts that there's something I could do, positively or negatively, to, like, deserve the behavior I survived. Like, pussy must be bomb. Sure, chill, because I'm ready to say some dumb shit. And, uh... <laughs> Here's the thing, like, it's victim blaming, but also, like, the pussy is okay at best. The head is amazing. Get your story straight. Like, no, know what you're talking about if you're going to talk about it, because you sound dumb to me right now. Like, I don't get it. I don't understand. So, on the happier subject, um, okay, so I gained a lot of weight in my last relationship, because my ex was trying to be nice. He's like, I love you no matter what. You're beautiful no matter what you look like. My hungry ass heard that, and I'm like, dope, great news. I'm going to eat some cookies about it. And, um... So I gained, like, 26, 27 quick sneaky pounds. And um, now I'm, like, shaped like a sexy Teletubby, which I'm not mad about, but I'm, like, for real. Um, It's just... um, I joined the gym back in Chicago. Do you guys have Planet Fitnesses in New York? You guys are all endorsed by them? Cool. Um, I keep asking dumb questions about New York. Like, you guys in New York, do you convert oxygen into carbon dioxide? And we we do that in Chicago. Y'all do that? Like, y'all have the same shit. Okay, so... um, I, I joined Planet Fitness, it's $10 a month, I'm broke, so I'm like, life hack. And so with your, with your $10, they give you a free personal trainer. And I did not know that personal trainers were like an entire genre of man that I love. I didn't notice until <laughs> I found out there's like a whole brand of fine ass dudes who love boss and fat girls around. And I'm like, yeah, because <laughs> I love a sexually dominant man. So it's like a yin and yang symbiotic type relationship. So I joined three Planet Fitnesses. <laughs> and I got three of them, because I'm extra thorough. Um, so I mentioned I left my ex back in Chicago. The first thing I did when I broke up with my ex, and no one has ever told a single woman to do this, the first thing I did was I bought a bunch of cardigans, and I did this for a reason. I did this because my idol, Michelle LeVon Obama, wears a lot of cardigans. Like, what a bad bitch. What if, we, don't, we don't have time. So um, <laughs> we don't deserve her. Here's the thing. She, Michelle, grew up on the south side of Chicago just like me. We both grew up in the murder capital part of the country, if you're familiar with, like, the news. So, like, I'm just... So, we grew up very similarly, and she married a president. So, I'm like, bitch, get you some carnivores. Find you a man. Like, get your life together, girl. Stop fucking around. Like, marry up. Marry rich. Here's the thing. Like, I'm very creepy about Michelle. Like, my triceps are tingling right now. That's not normal. That's not shouldn't be part of it, but uh, here we are. I, uh, <laughs> I bet she smells like cocoa butter and can jump double dutch. So good. That's all I'm saying. It's just I am sexually attracted to her and I need to stop saying that in public before I get put on a watch list. So, <laughs> oh man. Y'all are cool. Um, Rebecca, what are you looking for in a man? Nobody asked, but I'm going to answer the fucking question. So, um, Oh, I'm looking for somebody who could like, help me get weed easily and pay for my birth control. And I realized... Weed, birth control. Rebecca, what you looking for in a man is Hillary Clinton. You want to date Hillary, bitch. That's who you want to date, ain't it? Um, we fucked that up pretty good. So here's the thing. So I am a feminist, and I mean it when I say it, but in the context of a relationship with a man, I'm not exactly straight. I, I consider myself a pansexual hedonist, which is, my mom would be like, you can't be that, but here we are. Um, it, it's just my way of being, like, slightly slutty without people being like, Pariah Carey. So pansexual hedonist. Um... So in the context of a relationship with a man, I get pretty submissive and I like a man who's dominant. That's what I like, I don't fight what I like. But it is, it's a mindfuck to be a feminist whose sexual fetish could be described as a Republican household. That's, that's interesting. Like, can you get whiplash from cognitive dissonance? Cause there's a lot going on in my brain and my pussy, y'all. Um, I tend to like guys who are hot and dumb, okay? It's a rule I have. Somebody celebrating? Chill. Okay. um, Here's the thing. I mean, if I'm going to let you penetrate me, I need to be able to outsmart you. Checks and balances. Like, that's how I... One of the principles upon which our Constitution is based, how I try to live my life. That's all I'm saying. So... um, I briefly rejoined online dating long enough to get these bits, and I deleted the apps. So um, I was briefly on Tinder. I got this message from this guy. Uh, he looks super normal because they tend to. And um, so the <laughs> message had one line. The one line of that message read, I bet you got some big dumbass nipples. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, how am I at my house by myself, covering my titties up? How did we get here? How did we get to this point? Like, how did I... Confusing... <laughs> And you're never gonna find out how tiny my nipples are, you asshole. Like, I'm a person with feelings. Okay. Um, oh, I was on OK Cupid because I gotta do one about each of them. And uh, so these dudes with 30% out of 100 match ratings will message me. And I'm like, oh, 30% you actively looking for an enemy? You wanna start a fight club? What is this shit? Like, leave me alone. Um, oh, so my favorite one, and then I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna get out of here. I'm not sure. But uh, my favorite one, I got normal message, cute picture, clicked on this page. First line of his about me, like, how you introduce yourself to the world, the first line was, every day. I thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for making me the real nigga that I am. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, that's crazy, because that wasn't in the Bible. So, like, I don't... (laughs) Did I go out with them? Yes, I did. Like, that's what I... I like them hot and dumb. The hard ones with the hard ones. Know thyself. Confucius probably said that. I don't know. And uh, Okay, I like hot But I'm a dumbass myself, so here we go. Um, I like watching science fiction movies. I like smoking weed, so I'm like, bitch, you're brilliant. Combine your your favorite activities. Turn on my TV. I smoke sativa, so like, thinking man's marijuana. I had a lot of thoughts, a lot of ideas. I thought I was extremely creative and smart. So I turned on my TV guide. Shout out to my dad. He pays for my cable. Point it up. He ain't dead. So a couple channels down, there was a movie on in the little title box. The movie is called Yo Robot. And I'm high as a pie, like, hell yeah, your robot's ready to be good as hell, right? Like, post-apocalyptic future, you feel me? Like, dirty teenagers, dystopia, Hunger Games level shit, right? Being oppressed, forced into categories by the system. Your robot protect me, all this shit. So I turn to your robot, super excited, super high, ready to watch this movie. And your robot turns out to just be iRobot in Spanish. And I'm like, all right, I see you, I see you. Like Will Smith and everything, it's the same fucking movie. Um, who could have seen that coming? That's all I'm saying. Did I watch the whole thing? though? No. <laughs> See, yes, I did. You guys have been so much fun clapping up your wonderful host. Goodbye.
4: This message comes from Two Dope Queens sponsor, BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in the day, how would you use it? BetterHelp Online Therapy can help you figure out what's most important to you, so you can prioritize it. Learn to make time for what makes you happy. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Dope Queens today to get 10% off your first month. What should I play? I haven't even tried this piano yet. Why don't we play a little bit of a piece that I think you might know? It's a new season of the Open Ears Project. I'm Terrence McKnight, here with stories from people who share the piece of classical music that guided them through some of the most important chapters in their lives. Listen now wherever you get podcasts.
3: good? Uh, So we're having a good time. I just want to pause really quick because like my mic stand is being like a little weird. So I want to get like a a stage hand to come out and fix it real quick. If we could. can you really... my gosh. Yes. Yes. I'm happy to, to see you again. We've been reunited. Yes.
1: We were together in Serbia and Croatia for... That sounds so made up.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For about two, almost two and a half months. Yeah. We were shooting this movie for Netflix, and it was so much fun. It was so fun. Everyone was great. Yes. But... We, we both, both have had digestive diarrhea. systems.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, what kind of food is
3: it? By the way, I didn't why have were you diarrhea. Getting... Oh, that's right. You had the opposite problem. I had problem. the opposite so, problem. Oh, you
2: were constipated. She, she was constipated. <laughs> she,
3: And she was drinking, like, what was it, mucilax?
1: Okay, so... <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I did
1: have to ask one of the producers, because there was a producer coming over from the U.S., and they were like, let him know if there's anything you need. And I was like, can you bring me Benadryl for my bug bites? Like this one thing in my hair, and then, oh, and can you bring me Miralax? Which is, um, you guys don't even know what it is, because you're not like 85-year-old women. Yeah. It's this, it's like a, a thing you put in your beverage, and it's supposed to make you poop. Yeah. It took me such a long time to say that, but it's... Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: But yeah. But yeah, was, I had
2: to take Miralax. What kind of food was there? Why were you backed up and running? It was
3: running? It, meat <laughs> and cheese. Meat and like a lot of like it cheese. It was very heavy. It, everything was like a heavy
2: It was like meal. a charcuterie, dude? No, it, it, was,
3: it was like, I don't know. <laughs> yes! Charcuteries are
2: like the best thing ever
3: yeah no we had some in that but it, the other thing, <laughs> that was like not the majority of our diet unfortunately but yeah it was just like a lot of meat cheese yeah. and dairy and and uh bread and like that was yeah. all we we're eating yeah. three meals a day and so don't you feel like
1: me being constipated makes more sense than her having diarrhea not to shame you but right.
4: but
0: no, no no we figured out why i had the <laughs> oh, diarrhea we, though we
3: did yeah weren't you were there vanessa oh wait, wait no you were there. What did we, we figure out it was? This, Are you guys so heavy you came to this? Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm like, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but because Gillian also got oh, diarrhea, was it, and so, was the it? Was oh, like, sure so the guy was like, so the safety guy, the safety guy comes into our like tent on Sunday. Oh my
1: god, I was there. Yes. Yes.
3: And so he goes, I hear you ladies have been having some trouble. And what we're was like the accent. <laughs> he had actually the best. He his was my favorite accent because. He
1: he had a British accent. I don't know exactly the what kind of British but it was like the kind that they would talk on the office cool.
3: and he goes yeah I heard you ladies have been having some trouble you've been going to the bathroom Do a lot I'm like accent. we know oh, yeah. that you know we've been shitting our brains out so yeah. <laughs> quit dancing around it and he was like okay so you gotta avoid all these things all these things and then he goes no ice cubes in your drinks ever and I was like <gasps> like a Raven he Simone, said don't like, drink the water He's like, don't, <laughs> don't drink the water don't have the, any ice cubes don't oh. have any and we, we've been there like for five weeks yeah. like
0: why would you tell us now
3: you have one drink? Yes. And so I was putting ice cubes in every single yeah. drink every single day. Yeah. And that's why I was shitting for like, I had diarrhea for a week straight. That is
2: so insane. But we survived yes. a year,
3: year now back in New York. I'm back in New York. But this is your, you left SNL. I yeah. did, yeah.
2: Congratulations on yeah. your last Thank season, you. by the way. Yes. Thanks so much. Your last episode was amazing. Yeah. Thanks,
3: it was so fun. And you were nominated for an Emmy. Yes. Which so was dope. amazing. And I actually, I stayed up because you flew back to yeah, LA. Yeah, how did you... So I FaceTimed my boyfriend, and he angled his laptop facing oh his computer, God. and he had never seen the Emmys before, so we just watched it together, and it was like four in the morning in, Cro- in Croatia, and I just stayed up to watch it. That's so nice.
1: But what was it like? I don't like? know if I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. Anything for you, knew... honey. <laughs> it was so fun. I was, I was so nervous that... It was really bad weather in Croatia. I had to fly from Croatia. And I thought that my flight was going to get canceled so much, oh, and wow. it did because remember we we I got to go a day early because we had to cancel filming because the weather was so bad for a day. Anyways, um, you guys are like we love
2: hearing these logistics, but can you? <laughs> no, it adds like the trials oh, so. and tribulations to get there, make it a riveting story. Joseph Campbell here is dreaming.
3: <laughs> and so, what were there like any like what was your favorite moment from the Emmys? Um,
1: I had a lot of favorite. I mean it was really exciting when SNL won. Um, a couple people made fun of me because the woman and I, I can't think of her name right now uh, who uh, from The Handmaid's Tale who won who won for like Elizabeth best Moss? Su- who won for oh. best uh, sorry best supporting actor. And out? Yeah. Yeah. She was sitting behind me and so right before the commercial break before she won I realized who she was and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm such a big fan. I'm so excited." And then her category was up next, and I didn't realize it. And then I saw that it was up next, and I was like, she, I hope she, she should really, she's so good. And then she won, and a, par- a couple people were like, Vanessa, you acted like you won. Like, I freaked out <laughs> oh. so much. Like, I guess I'm on camera being like... <laughs> like <laughs> 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 And then she's like walking up and it's like and people were like, Do you know her? <laughs> like, but I was just so happy for her because she's been at it for a long she's time. She's incredible. Yeah. So good. And she
2: did like the leftovers that year too, which Ugh. was wild, and she fucking killed it yeah. on the leftovers. She's amazing. And so it was incredible yeah. to see her win for handmade sale, but yes. it's also like, holy shit, that last yes. season of leftovers was insane. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's that like, was a real highlight. Yeah. There. And that that was like a great win to watch oh my from home God. because she was just, just so, there's something so regal about
1: Oh, Mandel. Yes, and her speech was like, do you remember her speech? She was like, yeah. I've been in the acting trade for 40 years. And like, she was so like, it you felt... were just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I'm around Phoebe, I act like her. <laughs> Yals. We said yas so much in the movie,
3: they were like, you're ruining takes. Yeah. (laughs) They were like, we're going to have to cut so much of this out in post. And we're like, (laughs) yas.
1: Also, Phoebe learned the Serbian word for girl so that she could just be like, girl, (laughs) but still she'd be like, Davide, cool. and they'd be like, "That's not really how we." <laughs> yeah, but then we started doing yeah, and it, and it was they like, caught There's on. There's a black
3: person here. I go and cool. go, <laughs> And they all got into it. They were they like, "This is fun." It. Yeah, they loved and it. And
1: I, I, the only phrase that I learned was um, "jasam savrschena," which means "I'm perfect."
3: So I can just <laughs> say that all the time. And then my favorite phrase oh, in, in, I, yeah. in Serbian is slushai, kuchko, jasem, chef, which means, listen, bitch, I'm the boss.
4: <laughs>
3: but I would we be actually like... actually learned a lot of Serbian by the time that Yeah, we And the thing is, like, we kept, like, practicing in, in public. So I'd be like, kuchko, kuchko. People be like, why don't you say bitch in the mall, like, so much? <laughs>
1: it was so fun to go to the mall. It really felt...
3: It was like, like home. it was our it was our saving grace. I think like yes. you know we are like away especially when you're away shooting a movie or something, you're not like around your friends or like your routine, you really just cling on to things that are most like your routine back home. And so for us it was like the, the mall. mall. Well yeah. we're
1: both we're also both from Cleveland, which is yeah which is crazy. And also, you know, we've got great malls in Cleveland. Yes. I mean, if you can imagine.
3: <laughs> That's Cleveland. Um, but do you miss SNL? Like, how are you feeling? How am I feeling? I feel good. I, I I do. I
1: got to... Actually, I went to the show last weekend. Ooh, yes, and fun. I sat in the audience for the first time, which was so exciting. Cool. Was it weird to be, like, watching it? It actually was interesting to see it from, like, that perspective. Um, but it was it was cool to watch it. Like, it was just really fun to get to see how everything kind of comes together. Because even when you're on the stage, like, you see... The set people, they're, like, so amazing, all the um, crew, and you see them moving stuff around, like, kind of in front of you, but then to see it from, like, more of a, like, not bird's eye view, but, like, higher up, you, you really, like, kind of see how much is happening during the commercials that, like, you're usually, like, off stage changing and stuff, so you don't really see that stuff.
3: Oh, wait, can you, can you tell anyone about the, like, crazy tabloid story about Beyonce and you? Oh my god! Went, this this is-, is
1: so. I can't believe you remember that. Okay, <laughs> what? why so, would she forget at the it? <laughs> <this> Sunday? <laughs> what is this?
3: It's it's this. Funny. You
1: like can it. look it up. It's still I think online somewhere because my okay. So the Sunday after our season finale, which was my last show of SNL last season, um, Beyonce had a baby shower. And if you read, there's something, like, in Entertainment Weekly or something where it's, like, it lists, like, who is there. And it says, like, so-and-so, so-and-so, Vanessa Bayer and something. And my friend Julie was, like, were you at Beyonce's baby shower the day after the finale? And then, like, six weeks later, my mom was, like, were you at Beyonce's baby shower? And I don't know who, what Vanessa it was, but it wasn't me. But, like... It's, they never, and they never, I mean, I wasn't going to call them and be like, correct. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's like, I'm listed as being at her baby shower, and I just, can you imagine? No, that's, I
2: I like the idea that after those two people that are very close to you ask you, were you at Beyonce's baby shower? You look in the mirror, and you're like, was I at Beyonce's baby shower? (laughs) Yeah. I
1: was like, oh, maybe I, maybe I was there. (laughs)
3: That's amazing. Yes. 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 Vanessa Bayer, everybody!
4: What should I play? I haven't even tried this piano yet. Why don't we play a little bit of a piece that I think you might know. It's a new season of the Open Ears Project. I'm Terrence McKnight, here with stories from people who share the piece of classical music that guided them through some of the most important chapters in their lives. Listen now wherever you get podcasts.
2: ready for our last comic our next comic is very funny Uh, she is a writer for drop the mic on TBS please give it up for Eliza Skinner
4: hey oh my gosh I'm so excited to be here uh, to be in, in uh, New York, in town, I'm in town from L.A. Oh, my God, that was so nice. <laughs> Normally, I mention L.A., and people are like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> we hate it. Um, they hate L.A., is what I'm saying when I tell people I'm from there. Even though I'm like, well, that's my home, doesn't matter. People will say things about L.A. that they would never say about your home. No one would ever walk in your home and be like, oh, I could never live here. <laughs> It's just like, there's no art. <laughs> I mean, no real art. <laughs> and the people seem really fake, so... They will say that about L.A. Uh, but I like it. It's fun. It's, uh, I, one thing that keeps happening to me there, I am somehow I, always victim of uh, surprise movie Q&As. <laughs> sounds like some of you have experienced it. If you haven't experienced it, you probably will at some point. You think you're just going to see a movie. And then it ends, and they don't turn the lights on, and somebody drags out a little director's chair, and then a second director's chair, and then a lady in a blazer comes out and goes, we have a real treat for you guys. We actually have the director here, and he's going to answer some questions for us. Mike, uh, how, how, was it tough making that movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, sometimes. Wow! <laughs> well, now we have time for some questions from the audience. And that is the best part. Because nobody ever asks a question at a Q&A. It's just a bunch of people being like, uh, Yes, hello, my name is Deborah. I live with my son's brother. in the film there were instances of light (laughs) and there was that scene I think it was about loneliness it reminded me of the time that I picked up my friend from the airport even though I hadn't gone there to pick her up I was just driving around but then suddenly there was Marie I am from Florida like what do you think the question was you know you didn't ask a question The only time they ask questions are when it's a two part question. Yeah, a two part question. Oh, actually, I have a two part question. It's two two questions. They're so different, they will sound like they were asked by different people. Okay, great. Um, uh, So, first question what kind of lenses did you use in that scene inside the car? And uh, follow up when did you first feel truly known as a man? What are we doing? Uh, take an online class. Like, you can't just get it done in a Q&A. You know? I feel like what they're, they're all hoping that the director is going to be like, wait, stop, you. You got a movie in you, kid. And we're going to make it right now. Except you don't have to do any of the hard work or pre-planning because that's why you haven't done it yet. My favorite uh, movie Q&A I ever went to was after a screening of the movie Precious. So, oh, you remember the movie. Okay. It was great. Uh, uh, We watched the movie, and then uh, there was a discussion with the moderator and Lee Daniels and Sapphire, who wrote the novel Push, upon which the movie Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire, was based upon. (laughs) And they all talked. Then the moderator was like, any questions from the audience? And the first person at the microphone, first person, said, hi, yes, as a white person, I just wanted to say, thank you for making this movie. Um... (laughs) I always try to explain the black experience to my friends, and they, like, don't get it. And now I can just show them this. And me and every other white person in the theater were like, no, 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 no. No, 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 not us, not us, not us. (laughs) No, 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 no. Oh, no, we do not agree with that. Shut up, you shut up. Um... Ah, uh, we are sorry about her. <laughs> we're sorry. We're sorry about everything. Honestly, we're sorry. We're sorry. We're going to get out of here. We're all going to get out of here. $20. Reparations. Reparations. The government should do this. $20. Uh, such a proud moment. Do you guys have uh, imaginary friends when you were kids? Oh, a couple people over here, yeah. I did. I had an imaginary friend. Um, she was a ballerina and a tennis player. And she had long, wavy, blonde hair. And her name was Ann Susan. (laughs) And she was a real girl in my class. (laughs) Who did not like me. (laughs) So I'd be like, you want to play? And she'd be like, no. And I'd be like, okay, I'll see you later. You guys have been really fun. I'm Eliza Skinner.
0: Please give it up for Eliza Skinner!
2: You just heard Eliza Skinner, Vanessa
3: Bayer, and Rebecca O'Neill. 2 Up Queens is produced by Joanna Salataroff, Jim Poyant, Paula Schumann, Rachel Neal, Phoebe Robinson, and Jessica Williams. Our team includes Joe Plourd, Matt Boynton, Ed Haber, Isaac Jones, and Shanoa Estrada. Our theme music was composed by Jeff Broski.
2: And, you know, just follow us on Instagram. It's so fun. It's the most fun you'll ever have in your entire life. And be sure to follow us on Twitter for more info about our upcoming shows. And until next time, we will smell you later. YQY. And CDG. What about like Christy Yamaguchi, like XT Yamaguchi? That's, I met her. <laughs> oh, how was she? She's really cool. Did you call her XT?